0: with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and as always, my
1: good friend, South Stan Chum, the bearded legend, the one, the only, Mr. Paul Levy. Thank you very much indeed. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode number 96 of the Orient Outlook podcast, and it's not been an average week because there's been no real dramas and just the one game to mull over, so uh, I think we should just crack on, really. Let's do this. No reason not to. So, supporters club updates, there's only four journeys left, starting
0: on Saturday, Newport away, massive match, departs at 8.30am from Brisbane Road as the coach. It is £27 to get on that and £24 to concession. So if you haven't got anything to do on Saturday, book that up straight away. And then that's followed on Tuesday, the 14th of March at Accrington away. Coaches depart Brisbane Road at 1pm. It That costs £30 and £27 for concessions. Then Easter Friday, Good Friday, Luton away Friday, 14th of April. The coaches depart 12 noon, that's only £20.00. Seventeen pound for concessions, and in the big one. Hopefully by then we'll already know we'll be staying in League Two. But if we don't, there'll be coaches going to Blackpool to pass at eight am. Thirty quid or twenty-seven pound for concessions. Sorry, sorry twenty-seven pound concessions with a three pound surcharge to non-members. You can book two ways uh, before any home game at Supports Club on match days or on the travel line on O double seven one
1: three five. Nine seven zero. I asked my wife yesterday. She fancied a weekend in Blackpool. <laughs> she said, "When? When would you? Where, where? Like, not really, no. But when were you thinking?" I was like, "Well, Orient are playing on the sixth. of May, It might be a great coincidence if you know." But she wasn't having any of it. But
0: hopefully, it'll be hopefully going to be there. Hopefully either way, the staying up Orient outlook party oh, on a Saturday night. Or we'll find a venue and get that done if it happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we also had a, 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 an update from the Leighton Orient Trust. Uh, which says, a massive thank you from the staff and service users of charity Headway East London to all those who donated towards the bucket collection at the game last Saturday. The charity, who are based in Hackney, helped those suffering with brain injuries and a tremendous total of £614.20 was raised to help the cause. Oh, supporters at their finest once again.
0: Yep, so well done, £614 yeah. raised. Force. I didn't even
1: see that bucket.
0: I think I saw two people as we came out of the gardens I think right. um, I think they were the purple t-shirt so also that. the Trust said a big thanks to defender Callum Kennedy who joined the residents of Doreen Capston House and Leighton on Thursday for a game of boccia as part of the Trust's Extra Time second half older people's programme the project has been running for nearly seven years and Callum follows in the footsteps of players such as Ben Chorley George Porter Remember here, George. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Alex Wevel Sally Moore, and Jack Payne in supporting this great community initiative. So well done to yeah, uh, Callum and the
1: team. Yeah. Um, we'd like to wish Aldersbrook Primary School football team from Wanstead the very best of luck as they travelled to Wickham Wanderers on Monday to play on the Adams Park pitch representing Leighton Orient at the prestigious Kinder Plus Sport EFL Schools competition the Kids' Cup. If successful against their League 2 counterparts from the south of England they will go on to play the Northern Winners at Wembley prior to the League 2 playoff final go on the Aldersbrook well, primary so
0: we'll keep an eye on that one That'll 100% be on Monday I know with the, when the girls team played in the same tournament a couple of weeks ago the trust were like kept tweeting uh, and the girls were quite unlucky from Redbridge and they lost in the semis to Fulham so we'll keep an eye on that one on our Twitter on Monday well done so we also received an email from Ben Frostick following the Notts County match so we received this I think, while we were recording the last episode and he said hi guys not sure if you remember me but I'm the listener from Korea I managed to make the game versus Notts County. He was actually sitting on the same row as you, although I couldn't get across to say hello. That's because obviously we get mobbed at half-time with all the fans and the autograph signs and stuff like that. <laughs> he also said, it was my first game this season and I was a little worried about the potential atmosphere at Brisbane Road, but I was pleasantly surprised with the turnout and despite a little dip around 2-1, the south Stand was rocking. The game itself, a lot of players put in a decent shift. The first half seemed all orient but we somehow went in 1-0 down. No final ball. I won't name any players, but there were too many crosses to nobody or misplaced passes in the final third. That was a theme throughout the game. Oh, and a second Stead goal. That was a foul all day long, but it should be noted they had two ex-premiership strikers on the pitch, and who knows, maybe that could have been the difference between the teams. I'll be continuing to listen in this vital end of the season and hopefully the lads can put in as much effort as yesterday and can start to finish more chances. I'm relocating to
1: London in the summer and I hope I come back to a league team. Come on, you yeah, Rose. Yeah, so do we. We really do. We also received an interesting email from Glenn Bevan who said, for some reason, I felt that conceded, that the conceding just after half-time this season has been a myth so I decided to work it out statistically. And um, Glenn has statistically worked it out. So from in the period of the game from 0 to 15 minutes, we've conceded three goals, yep. which counts as 6% of all of our goals conceded. In the 15th to 30th minute, we've conceded four goals, which accounts for 8% of our goals. And in the 31st to 45th minute, we've conceded nine goals, which is just which is 18%. Then from 46th to 60th minute, We've conceded 15 goals, which accounts for 30% of all our goals. 61 to 75, we have 8 goals conceded, which accounts for 16%. And 76 to 90 as 11 goals at 22%. So that's 50 goals overall. And obviously, the overall percentage being 100%. So you can see then that from 31 to 75 is so 31 to 45, and then 46 to 60 and 61 to 75 are all really big really big times when we yeah. can see goals that yeah. that that middle chunk of the game not the beginning or the end but unbelievable really when yeah. you look at it statistically so ben went on to say we have in fact conceded 30% of our goals during
0: the 46 to 60 minutes period therefore proving the theory correct Each 15 minutes represents 16.6% of the match duration, so you would expect to concede 16.6% of goals during each period if it was an exact science. Mm. So this means we have conceded almost double the percentage of goals during the period that you would expect. He also ended the uh, email by saying, if we had conceded zero goals during this time period, we'd be top on 97 points. Um, and he goes on to say okay I made that last battle so uh, cheers for that Glenn cheers for that email that's a that's a great email actually full of interesting stats love a stato that was correct obviously up until
1: the game yesterday yes absolutely changed it a uh, couple of th- uh, announcements happy birthday to friend of the podcast Darren Houghton well done for keeping that a secret do yeah. look a day over 30 yeah happy birthday Darren and um Obviously, IT director of the On Outlet podcast, earning a,
0: a wage back in the office. While absolutely, we, we live in the glory. And uh, also, congrats to Mark Schaffer and his family on the birth of his son Ethan. Another early in making. the week, so yeah, yeah, so congratulations, a
1: bit of good news there for those in the week. So absolutely, moving on to the week that was. The week that was Monday, the twentieth of February. Danny Webb spoke to George Sessions, and he said, "From where this team has come over the course of the season, there are real positive signs." I said to the boys, you're being kicked in the nuts every week and just when you think you can't get any more, another kick comes in. But they're taking it and they're not going down. They're not throwing it in and everybody should be proud of them. I can't thank the supporters enough. They're seeing what I'm trying to do and they're seeing what I've got with the young lads and they're giving it back. So really, really positive yeah. words from Danny he does speak very well he does and considering we lost in the County game it's all
0: very positive after, yeah. the, after the match which was a great thing to see So, yeah. also on Monday Paul McCallum revealed to George Sessions that he isn't really over his injury he sustained a few weeks ago so Paul said the scans revealed my injury is bad but it is not as bad as last year so I'm playing but with a few ligaments that aren't attached I mean that sounds painful. I wouldn't do it. If someone kicks me when I'm playing football on the, on the leg with a ball, my ligaments are intact. It hurts, and I have to kind of
1: sit yeah. down. It only takes a little nudge, yeah. in it? And
0: he's he's gone. Yeah. So Paul also went on to say, I can play through that, and I feel like I can still contribute goals and help us move out of the relegation battle. So top man, Paul. But you made a good good note actually. A good a good. Yeah. Opinion. I mean, for me, this is,
1: this is phenomenal. On the one hand, you know, you shouldn't underestimate the commitment. But potentially really dangerous and harmful in the long term. Yeah. If he's not rested and the ligaments don't reattach and or they reattach, if they can reattach wrong or badly or out of shape or whatever they should do. If something goes wrong, then his leg is done for life.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll come on a bit more to Paul's injury. Because uh, ligaments
1: join muscle to bone.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you get a bad right? injury, like the well, ligaments are a vital piece of your leg. To bone.
1: It's either they join muscle to bone or or bone to bone. I can't remember which way round it is. Basically, if you want to play football, you you need your ligaments to take, basically. Exactly. You can't afford to have them hanging
0: off (laughs) <laughs> you need something. Yeah. You just really can't. So put on Paul McCallum later when we go through the on the match. So Tuesday, 21st of February, the club announced a special buy-one-get-one-free ticket offer. Uh, and a statement read on the website said, The club are delighted to offer fans the opportunity to get two games for the price of one as the O's look to pack the room stadium for the remainder of this 2016-17 Sky Bet League 2 campaign. So everyone buying a ticket for our fixture against Grimsby Town on March 11th will automatically receive an additional one in the same stand. For the encounter with Doncaster Rovers on March 18th for free. CEO Alessandro Angeleri did say, between now and the end of the season, we want to get as many of you through the turnstiles as possible to help the team and with you behind us all the way we feel we can play the type of football to get you off your seats and cheering.
1: So, good work to all involved there. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, that's the that's the first decent statement that Alessandro's put out this year. Well, since his operation, obviously, and since
0: he had that little... Uh,
1: Yeah. Heart misuse. Yeah. uh, Yeah, good to hear that. Good 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 work. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely brilliant. The club announced that Tom Parks' injury isn't as bad as its first thought. Physiotherapist Peter Webb told the official website. During Saturday's game, defender Tom Parks was taken to hospital for checks on his pelvis, as during primary assessment on-field, we thought there was a chance it was a serious injury. It was not as bad as we thought, which is a positive for us all, although very painful for him currently. The medical department will look to get Tom back into a Leighton Orient shirt as soon as possible. So, really good news. Wish you all the best in your recovery. Obviously, we're talking about this as we go along. We know he played yesterday. We were there. (laughs) Okay, so just in case. So this is written at the time. And then on Tuesday evening, bottom of the table, Newport
0: played their game in hand and they drew one or what home to Morecambe. Uh, So they moved three points behind us with the same number of matches played and the same goal difference. So it's good there that Morecambe um, didn't lose. I think Newport were 1-0 up. And then on the 22nd of February, a quiet news day, but the club's official... Uh, website and media team came up with a new hashtag that we quite yeah. liked hashtag we fight together and came up with a graphic including lots of players from this season
1: um, and something good for all involved so we were very happy with that one yep and then on Thursday slightly bizarrely someone was on eBay obviously looking at Leighton Orient stuff and yep. found uh, a season ticket with the COO's uh, name on it Vito Michelli uh, so somehow a season ticket has ended up on, uh, on Facebook now it's obviously not Vito's personal season ticket because even he doesn't need it, one. Because even though it's in his name. It he is sits in, in his the gallery. name. Yeah. He, sits in, he sits on the balcony, obviously, as preferential as he's part as, of the management yeah. of the club. But from our understanding, he has friends or the family, family tickets, yeah. who he gives it to. And obviously it needs a name on it for it to go through the system. So that's... That's yeah. how that has ended up, and it's a bit disingenuous that one of his friends or family yeah, absolutely. Have, have tried to sell, I think it was 150 quid it started at, yeah, and I think sold, it ended up like 50 quid. For 50, but... But that's a bit rude. You just you don't sell course, a free season
0: ticket, you give it back to well, the person it depends, who gave it, it It depends whose hands, hands it's ended up in, but a bit of bad publicity for that's the club. Didn't, didn't spread as much as much nationally as that could have um, which I guess is the only kind of positive on that so Friday 24th of February happy 18th birthday to Miles Judd
1: yep that was a quick quick spot that one so happy 18th birthday and also it was Josh Abraham's birthday on exactly the same day so happy birthday to Josh Josh. yeah yeah yeah. Um, good spot yeah, I hope you enjoyed Top Golf. Um, that's where he's going for his, for, oh, his, okay. for his mates, yeah. Uh, the club announced that they have purchased a replica of the Shield as presented to the team that won the 55-56 Third Division South Championship and that Phil McKnight and Sid Bishop will be present on Saturday afternoon for the unveiling in the Olympic suite in front of invited guests. After the unveiling, the Shield will be permanently on display in the club Reception area, so a lovely. You know, we do one thing we do really, really well at Leighton Orient is recognizing the history yeah, of the club. Absolutely. Not only with Steve Jenkins and they took the lead in our our war efforts but things like that. Yeah, good you to You know, see. while while thank God these people are still alive, we should be remembering them absolutely, in, yeah. in this way. So fair play to the club. Well done. Yep,
0: yeah, and then Paul McCallum spoke to George Sessions, the head of the Cheltenham game, and said we've stopped watching videos of the other team, which I believe is the right thing to do. Everybody's pretty similar in the league, except for the likes of Doncaster Rovers and a few others. We know pretty much what to expect. So during the week, it's all about what we are going to do and how we are going to win the game. Now we're focusing on how we can affect the match rather than what the opposition are going to do to us. So I, I quite like that. I do
1: as well. I thing. do. I mean, it might be slightly naive to not look at opposition and see what their real yep. key strengths yep. are, see what they're going to do from set plays. That might be a bit naive, yep. but... You know, the focus is on what we do. And a lot of play, a lot of teams, I think Russell used to do that as well in a way. He used to focus on what we're good at and play to our strengths rather yeah, than absolutely. trying well to stop the them playing. Because yeah. then it stops your game playing if you're trying to stop them playing. Basically, lads, all
0: you've got to do is watch Matt Bristow's blogs on a Friday night, a Saturday morning. That'll give you most of the info that you need
1: anyway. Exactly. That's very true. So, um, so 25th of February. Yep, yeah, so in the morning, the under-18s
0: lost. Five, one away to Stevenage. January uh, eighteen. Even though they've won the league, they've had a few disappointing results. late. Yeah. But I guess that's what happens when all your first best players end up in the <laughs> first <best> team. team. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, consolation goal was scored by real so, S- Sotiriu who scored the goal from the penalty spot I can just about get that guy's name now after about the fifth week of trying
1: so. <laughs> she's wrong and then in the afternoon Cheltenham with the visitors at yep. the Matrim Stadium we had Sergeant in goal Judd Mezogay Parks and Kennedy with a back four Karoma Atangana Collins Semido and McCallum and Massey were up top, substitutes Charlie Granger, Pollock, Clark, Moore, Alzarte, Lybird and Dolby. So effectively, the same lineup yep. as last week. Paul McCallum continues as the captain, and Pollock comes in on the bench instead of F- Freddie Moncur, yeah, which so- I don't know why. I think it's probably because I knew Parks might not last, so they wanted two centre backs on just in case. I would have thought. Um, so you're. But why, why Moncur <coughs> Alzati over Moncur then? You would have to ask, Mister Mister. I know. I'm just. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just one of those things. Okay. I thought decent side. Yeah. yeah. Surprised that Parks is available to be honest. Yeah. so Obviously, hope him and Mecca don't don't injure themselves. Yeah. For me. I,
0: yeah, I like it. I had a feeling Parks might start. We say this every week, you know. We don't. They don't really tweet news about players, but I think that's intentional. So the opposition Correct. don't know who's going to start. Yeah, keep on um, guessing. But great to see. And a nice little um, tweet by Notts County who wished Tom Parks well. They did in the week. Well, that they was did. a real touch of class. That was a real Nuts touch So real yeah. nice. So like we had quite a few tweets before the game one. I think was quite good actually. By Orient Dave said would prefer Massey out wide. I think he can get. More of the ball out there, which is um, which is true. Because yeah, a few yeah. people
1: around us said that as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll come I? to that a bit later. I think
0: a few, few people tweeted about that after the match, but was a good little tweet there. So thanks for all your tweets before the game. Yeah. Um, if you want to tweet us, you can you can at
1: Orient Outlook <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. time said that, and we're on email orientoutlook.com <laughs> Let me help you out with that. Um, yep. So we were originally going to be kicking to the north uh, to the south stand, now stand yep. in the first half, but then they had a changeover, yep. so we kicked off. Attacking the north like stand it. to start with, much like prefer it. that. Yeah, much well, well our as,
0: half. as people who sit in the south stand, obviously the second half is more gung ho, isn't it? So it's always good to see. Yep. So match kicked off, good atmosphere again, actually. Yeah, quite loud. First ten minutes we looked all right.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um, 10th minute, him should have taken the lead. Really, a free kick came in, um, and Tim Blavotic brung the ball down. I think he must be a defender. He was in a really good position, like completely unmarked and just inside like our six yard box. Sliced it wide. Really poor defending and they should have scored. And then two minutes later, a bit more pressure from Cheltenham as Wooten shot over the bar from about 20 yards. So a bit, bit under the cosh.
1: Yeah, and then we had three chances in quick succession. Yep. Uh, Karoma's crosses saved. The ball came out to Massey who shoots before the keeper claimed the ball.
0: Yeah, and in the 15th minute, Atangana uh, shoots into the side netting from close range featuring some really good build-up play. Very decent um, build-up play. For me, I think at the time... I didn't realise how good a chance that was
1: from the North stand. That's gone across the six yard Yeah and he's made and the he's run and he's sliding slid in
0: but that was a guilt edged chance. I mean that's if that falls to like a massive running game from midfield or, or a Simpson or a Lesby. Absolutely, it's a goal. Um but Atangana... He got, got a bit of slack yesterday, but I think in the first half he was everywhere. Like he yeah, could he have ended up with a hat trick as we'll come on to. Do you know what the chances though?
1: he had? The angle that he was at was quite far past the far post. Yeah. So like it, it was a real tight angle to cut that back in and especially as he sliding. I can't really fault him. But, I mean you could probably but I am not I'm not gonna because yeah. I think that's a tight angle. Yeah, yeah. And in the real cut and thrust of play, it's easy to sit at the thing and oh, say, Oh you should have yeah. done better or watch it back yeah, on video yeah, yeah. and think, Oh, you should have done better, but the be moment and, one. yeah. And it was just side netting, unlucky. In the 20th minute, Callum Kennedy's cross is volleyed by Atengana as he runs into the box. And the keeper saves well, then saves the rebound from Atengana. A bit of a scramble, but he did claim it. He's made some fantastic that, saves. The initial keeper. save from Atengana was
0: brilliant. Yeah. That was a fantastic save. And then he got the rebound. And yeah. then the ball comes out to McCallum, and you're thinking he's going to just smack this in. And then somehow the keeper Keep gets the it, and a bit of a scramble, it and it goes away. But you're just sitting there like, God, how many times? Like, how many chances are we going to have to have before we score and then same old story you can listen to most episodes from this season and you'll hear the same Real, thing so thing, yeah. having forced their keeper to make four decent saves in the first 20 minutes Cheltenham took the lead in the 21st as Billy Waters controlled the ball from a goal kick tees up Carl Winchester fires into the bottom corner completely gets the run of play and it's 1-0 so long ball from their keeper <coughs> their man beats Mezague to the flick on lands at Billy Waters' feet a good bit of skill there from Billy yeah, Moore kept it well and Winchester hit it well low very early um, and then when, from when we were behind the goal it looked like it was quite a slow shot but when you see it back on TV it was really fast and a good finish and a few people behind us commented that Chizak obviously being taller than Sam has got a bigger reach so when he goes down his arms are longer that he might have got there but I
1: think that's, a, I think that's maybe harsh. a bit of disservice on Sargent now because it's right in the corner finish. he's placed it really well yeah, yeah he has he's placed just it really well and do you know what our luck if we'd have tried that, that'd have gone wide.
0: Oh, if we do that, it hits the post and it comes out. It yeah, it wide, yeah, goes so. to the keeper. So, so we so found ourselves 1-0 down.
1: In 21 all, minutes. Yeah. So plenty of the game still to go. And the 28th minute, Semedo's cross is headed down by Karoma. Ball comes back to him, but he shoots. But the keeper manages to hold yeah, to it. Yeah, the keeper
0: was playing very well. He was very it's reliable. well done, the keeper. He has. And in the 40th minute, probably best chance, I'd say, in the first half. Collins wins yeah. the ball in their box, puts in a low cross, finds Karoma... Ball's coming to him, Karoma's coming onto it just on time, really nicely. It sits up perfectly for Karama
1: On the penalty spot. On the penalty spot
0: roundabout, and he hits it over the, over bar. the bar. He just put his laces through it
1: a bit too me, hard, a bit that, too over. That should be on target all the time. Even if the keeper saves it, it should be on target.
0: Don't forget that, mate.
1: This is this isn't a
0: season pro we're talking about. This is someone who's playing like their fourth or fifth game. So he, the ball was coming out to him. It's a fair play to Collins. Collins done very well there and putting yeah. a great ball. Yeah. And if that falls to like a Collins or an Asengar, someone a bit more experienced, a bit more composed. Uh, I disagree.
1: Maybe they hit him. because he'd Grama, have had that.
0: It, it, that wouldn't be the first time he's been in the in the penalty box. It would be with a chance to open his that in his professional career, playing in yeah, front but... of Brisbane Road. Mm. I think if that came to like someone like a Vincelo or a Lloyd James, a more experienced central midfielder, mm. or more experienced winger they put their foot through it and score and crime will probably score that in 2-3 years when he's had a bit more experience mm. But I still think yeah he's just, he, should he, should, go for he should have done better
1: much better he should have done better for yeah. me I know that's critical but you know we, we, we created a lot but didn't score any, did, and yeah. someone's come to our ground not done very much nicked a goal and walked away with all three points yeah. we'll, we'll come on to so anyway yeah. half time two minutes of stoppage Played and we go in one 0 down. We created lots in the first half and really should have scored. And as Danny Webb said post match, we you know we should have put the game beyond them yeah. uh, in the first half. Um, their keeper played a blinder. Parks looked like he was struggling from early on. Parks was struggling from about twenty five minutes. He kept looking yeah, he
0: at his protective strap and whatever he was wearing and kept kind of feeling around. It was at one point it looked like he was feeling for blood, like he was looking and then looking at his hand, like you know, like when you think you're bleeding, so yeah.
1: you look. Um, but he was he was struggling. But I guess he'd done well to even make make the lineup I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Cheltenham kept targeting Judd on our right hand side. Good spot by you. Yeah, year. I mean
0: I think Judd's done really well, but we've seen it a couple of times where he seems to be targeting County because he's a bit smaller and looks a bit less physical presence as as what. But they did, they were proper (coughs) targeting it in in that half.
1: Um, And Teddy wasn't giving him the support that he needed all the time. Nigel started but faded. Um, Sorry, started well but faded. Massey couldn't get really in the game. And I think as Orient Dave alluded to, you know, him being out on the wing is much more effective than him playing up front or behind the striker. I guess when
0: you're on the right wing, you get more of the ball and more chance to influence
1: the game. Because if you're up front and the midfield can't get the ball to you, then you can't you can't really do anything exactly and can kemesige stop letting the ball bounce in the area every time just get rid of it son just there's, clear it
0: there's about 3 or 4
1: times my goodness you just, gracious me you just like
0: put your head through it your head through it deal with he, it he'd kind of let it bounce and once you let it bounce it turns into a lottery doesn't it because you don't know where the ball's going and you don't know who's behind you 100% um, also at half time it's good to see the under 18s with their league trophy accompanied by a friend of the podcast Errol McKellar so yeah. he gave Errol a nice, a nice little cheer Chat, yeah. he gave us Legend. a nice little thumbs up absolute ledge Errol McKellar yeah. hope to speak to him soon at some point as I'm yeah. sure he will so attendance announced 4,747 317 away fans not not
1: a bad little turnout there yeah? no that's, that's pretty decent yep. um second half kicked off michael clark uh replaced tom parks yep. uh, making his debut uh from no another surprise, youth player yeah. really so fantastic no to, see. to see no, no surprise yeah. that tom went yeah. off there um yeah. he was he was in trouble obviously hope tom's arrived mm-hmm. for tuesday but rather he wasn't risked on
0: tuesday if he's not 100% uh, correct leaving to get fit for saturday 100%
1: because we've got um no, player Hunt, Nicky Hunt's back, oh, so Hunt's back, yeah. we shouldn't need, we shouldn't need him. Yeah, debbed him massive, <coughs> debbed massive.
0: So 51st minute, Winchester just a shot, pushed over the bar
1: by and that was a decent good, save. Decent save. That. second half, Cheltenham looked a bit more lively than we did, I thought we'd come out and go for it, but they yeah, seemed to control it a I bit agree. earlier. Um, 58 minutes on the clock, Massie's brought down in the box following some neat footwork. You didn't think it was a penalty, but no. I do. So it was a short corner. <clears throat> Went short
0: to Massi, who kind of goes in the box, not really going anywhere, and his quick feet have just fooled the defender. Then there was contact, but I think that was a soft penalty. It was and like, a like soft. I said to you, it's one of those where if Massi's on your team, you appeal for it. Yeah. And if you get it, you're like, spot on ref. But I've seen but him given. If that's against you, you're thinking yeah, that's set. soft and you're thinking, rough. well
1: Well, I agree with you, it is soft. But he was brought down in the box, and it was stupid of their defender because he was going away from goal. Oh, he's brought, the penalty. He's, brought, he's brought the penalty. And he's long. put his leg in front of him and sort of taken Massey out, really. Yeah. Um, But it is a bit soft. So um, it was given, and then surprisingly. Yeah, we were all surprised that Callum Kennedy was. I, I
0: guess we would have thought it would be McCallum because obviously McCallum yeah. took the last one we had against Crawley and scored it and obviously placed it in quite coolly. Yeah. So Kennedy. Um, goes up to take a spot kick, hits it low into and the to his Right, but the keeper saves it. Um, and to be fair, at the time I think the whole ground was just like, oh god, but I was gutted. Looking back, decent penalty. I think for me, there's two things that um, that leap out. Firstly, is the way Kennedy approaches the ball. Obviously, your left back, so if they've done the homework on him, which I presume they have, they know he's left footed, so they know it's coming from the left foot and the angle. Kennedy's coming out, and you can see the keeper moves so early because he knows from the run up where Kennedy's putting it. Um But for me, I've said it before on the podcast, as long as the player hits the target and it's pace on the ball, if the keeper saves it, he go, Well, it's, it's a lottery, innit? It's not like that he, it's not like Kennedy went up, blasted it wide or blasted it over. Yeah, he's got it he, on target, he he's target. gone for the corner. He just hit it slightly too low, yeah. and his run up was completely readable. But that keeper's moved off his yard, off his line seconds before. You know, in the, the run-up yeah. he's doing the run-up and yeah. he's gone the key absolutely gone. but for but, me you know, if why hasn't McCallum taken that penalty and I think Webb alluded to it after the game so maybe his fitness was a factor but that shouldn't be a factor mate. If, you, if your main striker can't or isn't fit enough to take a penalty then he shouldn't really be on the pitch and McCallum's the captain so whatever McCallum says goes and apparently McCallum wanted to take it I didn't see it I wasn't watching what McCallum's reaction was when the penalty was I given I wasn't either but Kennedy apparently grabbed the ball and McCallum wanted it and they kind of had words not not massive words, and Kennedy took it. But surely as the captain, McCallum overrules um, Kennedy, so You'd McCallum so. wants to take it. But but I don't know. But like I said, it wasn't the, wasn't a the bad penalty. Keeper just sussed it out, went the right way straight yeah. away.
1: Sixty five minutes on the clock. Josh Caroma, um, it comes off and is replaced by Dolby Massey goes to the right wing. Dolby's up top. Karoma was tiring you you alluded to this yeah, point uh, while nice. we are at the ground that about 60 minutes Karoma's generally done
0: first half Karoma's really, really bright and the same gets Notts County last week and he gets the
1: hour mark and he's, he's knackered but you know, the kid's 18 years old and he's playing men's football would you rather him then come on in the 60th minute and then just runs the team ragged for half an hour 35 possibly. minutes yeah good call possibly Possibly, so rather bring job. him on, take Dolby off, bring him on. I guess it depends where
0: Webster's Massey starting. If Webster's Massy starting now as a right winger yeah. as opposed to forward, then yeah, definitely. But if Webster wants to go with Massey up front, then Chrome is the only one who can start on the right wing because Massy will have to drop back. But good questions there. Let us know what you think. Is Massey better as a right winger than a forward? Do you want him there? Let us know. At or in Outlook, or give us an email. 76 minute, Roman Leebird came on for Paul McCullum and Michael Collins captain of the team, which I believe is the first time he's done it. So well done to yeah. Michael. For me. You know, McCullum was knackered and like I've said... He was McCullum, holding
1: his knee, wasn't he? He was. and For one of the corners, you could see him wincing in pain. You know, yes,
0: he was about 10 minutes before he got mm. started. And McCullum isn't the hardest working player anyway, which, you know... He's that's not that... That's, the, that's, that's his style of of and that's not yeah. a problem. But when he's injured, then it, it hinders him even more than, you know, should he be on that pitch? Should he be on that pitch? I love McCallum, I think I think it's the best foot we've got by a mile. But if he's not fit,
1: he shouldn't then be, should yeah. he be playing? 82 minutes, Sam Sargent makes a good save, low to his left-hand side from Davis's shot. Yeah, he done well to hold
0: that, and in the he 87th is. minute, Samada has a crack from outside the area, and Brown does well, tips it wide. Call caught that well, Sanjo. He's he got a did. bit of confidence now in front of goal since that Plymouth game. He's yeah, not, he's, he's not afraid to shoot. He's not afraid to shoot, unlike a few other midfielders, like Collins yesterday. Ball came out to me a few times, and you're thinking, put mm. your laces through it. Yeah, does he just won't. He just doesn't. He just won't. Not, not in his game.
1: In the 90th minute, Gavin Massey gets booked. That's his ninth yellow card. Oh, good spot, Mister Mister Lee. That is his ninth good yellow spot. card. So you could see he was getting a bit frustrated. He was getting a very frustrated. And I
0: said to you, I said if I was there right back now, I'd go and give him a little kick and get him sent off because you could see he
1: was proper getting frustrated we have to be careful because as George Sessions tweeted us saying it's the second Sunday in March when this stops so hopefully he's got to go what four games yeah maths just 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 don't don't get booked mate three games he's got to go just don't get yourself booked yeah. otherwise we lose him for two games and we can't afford to lose him so two minutes of injury time are played and the full time whistle goes as we slip to our 14th home defeat from 18 league games that's pretty bad and, you know, that is it's relegation, really which is why we're down there. So, yeah.
0: after the match, Danny Webb said, it's going to be more difficult than it has been after previous games to lift the players. Because after Notts County, there was a real buzz in the dressing room, and they were all looking forward to this game. The chart the match arrived, and we missed the chance to get a point out of it. And as human beings, it is a bit gut-wrenching. But you have to react. I don't expect the players to be laughing and joking, and we'll see what they are like come Monday. They won't have a big spring in their step, so I'll have to lift them as best as I can. And again, very honest there from Danny. He's not beating around the bush. He's just yep. being honest. And... You can only respect him from that.
1: Yep, at Dulcet Dave tweeted saying Danny Webb said today we could have been out of sight after twenty five minutes, disappointed with the goal and the penalty, and that and that Paul sorry, and that Paul's knee has flared up might be a factor in why he didn't take the penalty. Now for me, why doesn't Danny Webb know? Why hasn't he gone in that changing room at full time? I'm being slight not I'm not being harsh or picky, but you would expect the manager before the game, if we get a penalty, you're taking it or you're ta- It's allocated. And if you're not on the pitch or you have to come off, you're second. Yeah, yeah, and if absolutely. you come off, you're third. It, for me, that's predetermined. Yeah, I okay. agree. So why doesn't he know why coming out to a post-match interview when you've had the players What happened in that? The first yeah. thing I would say was, Paul, why didn't you take that penalty? What? Well, Gaffer, Callum said that da-da-da-da-da. Or, Cal, why did you take that penalty and not Paul? Well, he said that Paul, he said he, said he thinks that it wasn't...
0: Paul didn't take it because his injury might have been a factor. But if the guy, like I said, if the guy can't take a penalty kick, but that's not good enough.
1: That's not a good enough answer. Might we, not have taken. You, we, might because of his knee. No, Paul McCallum didn't take it because of his knee. We can, yeah, absolutely. And then it comes on to the point we can that own, you were just about well, to make. Well, we play. can only
0: speculate, can't we? You can only speculate on what on what's going on. But hopefully, come Tuesday, they'll know who's taking the penalty. Does that
1: penalty miss has cost us a, a point, a valuable point. Well, if that penalty goes, don't normally pick up on it. If we were 3-0 up, I wouldn't care. Well, if the
0: penalty goes in, you've still got half hour to play.
1: To go and get a 2nd no, to galvanize galvanised. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's cost so, us the game.
0: Yeah, he also explained after the penalty missed, the whole vibe of the place was down, and I can understand that. And said that the youngsters have shown that they are up for it. And Michael Clark was excellent. He was. Uh, also, Michael, there was a one point where the Charlton counter attack. that Massey was running after his man, and Clark kept pace with Massey. And Massey's a fast boy. So, well done, Michael
1: Clark. You've done really well. He's like, fantastic. The first, I've
0: seen of him, and he was on loan at East Farwick United earlier in the season, and now he's playing in League Two. And Fair play, mate. He was phenomenal.
1: And I have to say, I noticed that I think predominantly he's left-footed, but he also passed accurately with his right foot. And he seems to have a good calm. I think
0: someone mentions it in a tweet later. He seems to calm everyone else down around him. And considering you've got now Judd, who's what just turned eighteen, Clark, Liga. who's making his league debut, Mezegie, who's barely played mm. any football in England. Future late, well done, well done. Future Orient Captain. After, Watch. after
1: 45 minutes, that's a pretty bold statement. To I'm make, calling it in <laughs> episode 96, Michael Clark, Future yeah, Clark Captain. Yeah, when we're sitting here, we're like this is episode
0: 597, like Michael Clark, Clark. Yeah, yeah. like his namesake. <laughs> so lead okay. table, yeah, yeah. We say 23rd in lead two, so we played 33, only won eight, drawn five, lost 19. Goal difference of minus 16 and 29 points. So Newport still bottom. They lost two one away in Mansfield after taking the lead. Um, they always concede Newport uh, Hartlepool lost 2-1 away to Colchester and lots county drew Neal not home to the Oval so had we won we would have actually for Hartlepool was three points above us but we have a much better goal difference and that can all change like this week so hopefully things will uh, pick
1: up so you miss- hope so don't you yep yeah,
0: Mr Levy your views was in on yesterday
1: yeah. Um if we can't beat a poor Cheltenham side who offer nothing and didn't really test Sargent then we really kind of do deserve to go down their goalkeeper had a worldie. We won't probably won't play like that again. Um, another team that's really come here, not done much, not really offered anything. Had one chance really and took it. Uh, and unfortunately, it was against the run of play as well, so it sort of took the wind out of ourselves a bit. I appreciate the position we're in, and um, probably a bit more than most. So I won't be too harsh with my criticism. But today's second half was possibly the worst I've seen under Danny Webb. We looked lethargic. We lacked, we, you know, we were lacking. There was no oomph basic errors being made, passes going astray. For me, I would not have risked Parks and McCallum uh, purely for the fact that if they get worse, we, we we will need them and we'll need all bodies, seeing as how Biketti's decided that he's not going to support Danny. Madness, yeah. That's always disgusting. Um, I would have had more on to replace Collins much earlier because I thought he was quite poor. And Semedo, for me... I don't feel he's that good a footballer. He hasn't really got for me a footballing brain. He offers little most of the time. And it irritates me that 95% of all of his crosses are overhit. But, um,
0: but I think we said this last week. If he, if he overhits balls, and why don't the forwards anticipate that? Or the right winger anticipate that?
1: Yeah, but why should they? Why should, Because, why they, can't know he cross because into they know the where he's going. Yeah, but why should a whole team adjust for him? Um, and just to just to sort of just to jump back as well. Uh, no, no, actually I won't jump back. Um, yeah, so that's my sort of criticism on Sandro Tomado. We should have taken points from Notts County and the Cheltenham game. We haven't, which makes going to Stevenage and Newport next week scary prospects and for me. Teddy Mezague, um needs to stop letting the ball bounce and really just deal with it um, because teams are getting the upper hand over him. But to end on a positive. Michael Clark, take about, yeah, and for absolutely. me he should have started over. Um, he should have started over Tom Parks. For so me. for me,
0: yeah, decent first half, but we faded in the second. We created enough, um, and we have done under Danny Webb, so can't argue with that. But first half, their keeper played very well. But like I said before, if you don't score, you don't win, and they took one chance and took it. Judd done well, but it seems to be targeted by opposition opposition in our most matches. Foot passing at times was sloppy. There's a few basic errors being yeah. made. Um, can't get my head around the penalty. Really can't. No. Um, That's what I'm saying, oh, it raises more questions than yeah, yeah. answers answers, me we've gone through that, I guess. Uh but after that miss you knew it wasn't going to be our day and it's commendable to players want to play for the shirt, you know, like McCallum and Parks, but if not fit, surely don't play him now. And we've got yeah. you know three games in a week. McCallum's never gonna play three games in a week the way he is same park. Sammy Moore, surely it's time for Sammy Moore to get some game time, you would think anyway. Uh, I would have subbed Libird on uh, instead of Dolby, I would have put Libird on earlier. <coughs> Just the fact that he cannot play on Tuesday I and mean, will be involved at some point, so
1: it's staggering the fitness of the players. I'd have had McCallum off and started with Lee Bird because Lee Bird can't and we would need yeah, McCallum. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I, I'm not, not, Do you know what I mean? I, I, don't
1: think I would have started with him, but I would have got him on much earlier
0: knowing yeah. that McCallum was struggling. Like in yeah. the 58th minute, he couldn't take a penalty, but he's not subbed until the 76th minute. Yeah. So that's another 20 minutes but yeah. gone. Um, but it's not over yet. We need to stand up and be counted. And the senior players, you know, with Hunt returning, with your Kennedys, your more experienced players, like your Masses, they need to get the young boys by the scruff of the neck and go right come on this is it because yeah. if you fall out in the league you know there's no guarantees we'll get back in it and I've ended the same way as you I thought Michael Clark did very
1: well not even, never seen him play before thought yeah. he was ace so well done Michael so just to correct us from earlier we've played 8 sorry played 33 won 8 drawn 5 lost 20 oh wow Lost twenty, so it's not. It's, it makes for, for yeah. scary reading. But so those were our views, um, your views, in which there was an absolute sackload of them. So sorry that we can't read out every single one. Yeah. We tried to take the most salient points uh, from you, um, rather than sort of perhaps just ranty ones. But everyone's got a valid thought, yep. view, and opinion. Uh, but at eighteen, uh, sorry, at, at... start again. At one eight eight one, Orient <laughs> said, "That's what we get for not taking our chances." What does more need to do to get in the team? Yeah,
0: Paul R Gregory said, today is the day we must face up to the fact we'll be a non-league club in August. Wow, Wow.
1: there you go. At Dirk Turk, awful second half. Deserved to go down losing to this dross. Still games to turn it around, though. If Dirk Turk is hopeful, (coughs)
0: then there's room for For There's hope hope for everyone. Yes, at Andy (coughs) underscore PO 16. So two home
1: games against bottom sides and two defeats. I cannot see us coming back from this. At Orient Boy, relegation for me. Lots of fight, but don't know how to get a point in games. Too many games lost by one goal will be costly in the end. Webb and the players may be trying, to simp- may be trying but simply not good enough. Boardroom has killed us from three years of abysmal mismanagement. Yeah,
0: that, that tweet about the boardroom had a lot of favourites. I bet it did. Yeah, at really QB9 says, McCallum is a good penalty taker, and so as captain, he has to take the responsibility and step up for me.
1: Yeah, at Sean Mercer 8, the final now in the coffin isn't too far away. Didn't seem like much fight and too many players being carried again.
0: Yeah, Stephen Orient said, very poor in the second half. Why did Kennedy take the penalty? I doubt we can stay up with this group, but the positive was Clark in the second half.
1: At Chelsea Fish, I love my club, but it's hard to defend that second half performance. It's looking very concerning now. Very concerning. At Sam Harbourn wanted that it was the worst performance under Webb. Tried in the first half, but surely Massive
0: McCannum should be taking the penalty.
1: Yeah, at O's fan basing, bad luck again, but what can... What can you do with no resources? Midfield without Kelly, just not good enough. And Parks and Mac not fit. Good point, those Very men, good point about Kelly. I mean, yeah. he's,
0: he's still up for another four games. So yeah. that's, a, that's a long time to move out for and he misses some crucial games. But within you think, that yeah,
1: you think Stevenage and Newport, that puts him at four games. So it's only another two weeks after that. So it's mid-March. It's a long time. Don't get me wrong.
0: Charlie underscore Paul said, bad performance today. Deserve to lose. Need to get back to the positive team we've been over the last few weeks on Tuesday. And, you know, two away games coming up. Maybe the players find it easier, maybe the system works better away from home. I guess we'll find out.
1: Yep, at IMJ Snelling, worst performance under Webb, never had control of the midfield, lazy defending again, lets us down. At Orient fan TV said the reason we lost today
0: was too much space given to them in midfield. No yeah. no one battling. Yeah. Missing Kelly so badly. We had
1: chances, but never took them. That's really spot on from from our. Yeah, from our Matt Bristow said something
0: similar at half-time. He you did. know. What you're saying we're losing it in midfield, and I got to explain it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right. Actually, it wasn't
1: even. They were standing off. Yeah. They were uh, at sight at, at the sides of the pitch. They weren't really where they needed I think to. They be. had an
0: extra man. who kept coming back into it, and they just kept beating us to it, didn't they?
1: Yeah, at Dear Stew should have been out of sight at half-time. Nigel was poor. P Mac bottled it. Only positive was Clark, more heart and desire needed. Yeah, I mean was
0: was Nigel that poor?
1: I thought he was all right in the first half. He, right. he
0: made some good good runs and, yeah but
1: a lot L- lots of criticism for Nigel. I think the energy level I think Danny Webb said it that you know mm. the energy levels weren't quite there and I think that's probably that's really what's let us yeah. down today.
0: Yeah. At Kylie 05, said, What happened? Where was the drive, passion and commitment from last week? I will still keep supporting. Hashtag never give
1: up. At Paul underscore LT2P, they seemed flat today, like something had happened there some sort of announcement coming next week well
0: if there is you'll hear it from us uh,
1: as soon as we know yeah, at LOFC 1978 says decimated squad despite flashes of effort and endeavour just low on quality and confidence struggle to see a positive after that at Ron Sampson 15 we have been totally screwed over by Biketti the youngsters have been good but overall we lack quality relegation a certainty yeah Jaffa Shamuti said
0: Newport lost Hartlepool lost Accrington and County both drew there's 13 games yet to go we
1: can still do this Come on, you O's! I like that bit of positivity. Yeah, at Len M4, this squad is running on empty, physically and mentally. Yet Biketti won't pull his finger out for signings. Farcical. Yeah, Kevin Cowan said, "What's happened to our great football club over the last 30 months is
0: absolutely criminal. We are down, and there's no more to be said. What owner has done is so unfair on
1: a bunch of talented kids who could not, who could be ruined by this, as they are simply not ready." <clears throat> at N Ramsden, Clark, the only positive from today, along with plenty of chances. Shame we haven't grasped the concept of shooting yet, but plenty of football to be played. I genuinely feel with Hunt and Kelly to return, we will have enough in the locker. And that's a good point.
0: I mean, if, when Hunt comes back in, who and is it, who do he replace? Uh,
1: Mezogay. I reckon. Yeah. yeah, possibly. Yeah. Or at Meat
0: Pie said there just isn't the depth to get out of this mess. Clark looked good, and otherwise most were trying in brackets apart from McCannum. But then is that because McCannum is playing at 50% fit
1: but then you shouldn't be playing him because you've got Dolby yeah, and Leibert yeah, who it's, it's not ideal but 100% from both of them is better than a 50% of Paul McCallum's absolutely effort you know um, and he, you know I, he, I'm not, I won't knock McCallum because the effort that he's, he's, he's they're all playing for the show yeah, now absolutely. which we haven't seen all season so it's, it's, it's a shame at Gorillas1985 second half is the worst underweb so far Clark was a very good positive. More needs to start on Tuesday. They need to bring back Victor and go for it. Their first choice goalkeeper is out on Tuesday, still in our hands. Yeah, we'll now, come, that's a funny answer. We'll, we'll, we'll come on to that onto a bit later. later. But
0: a good point about Victor. So, obviously, with, uh, with Leibar done available, you presume that Victor will come on, on the bench on Tuesday. I done very well against, was it Morecambe? I think it was Morecambe.
1: I think it so, was. He gave him a bit of a tough time at yeah, the back, didn't
0: he? And maybe he'll start if, you know, if McKenna may be fit and no it only leaves you Dolby... And Victor half if Messi ain't gonna play yeah. up front. So at Pank P 007 said that second half was as poor as anything. Cool season. We gave Cheltenham the space to pass and run. I feel dejected. Clark was
1: a rare highlight though. I mean, was yeah. the second half that bad? Yeah it was a bit poor. Oh, okay. yeah. right. At D David well for me it was I at, thought it was alright. I mean we, if nah. that penalty goes in, it's a different second half, isn't it? Yeah, but it didn't. Swings around about. That's the problem. Yeah. At D David you Until Clark came on, balls lumped into our half. Like last week, caused panic. Him and Pollock from now on, please. Wow. Good spot. At Johnny underscore
0: 2699, says, a different few, but I actually thought Collins wasn't that good today. I would have started more, and I also thought
1: Nigel had a good first half. I agree with that. Yeah. That, for me, is a spot-on yeah. spot comment. At Timmy Patton, maybe for a pre-match team talk, let some supporters speak to the team. They're lucky they can change teams. We are not that fortunate. Show them old family photos of the good times. Show them how much the club means to the fans. I'm going to disagree with Timmy on that because I think Danny Webb is doing that for us. He's, well, he starts we across. Yes. So I'm going to disagree with that. I think he's doing a good job there, but I like
0: the sentiment, Timmy. Well, I will say to Danny Webb is that Orient Outlet can be contacted, available for private functions yeah. and parties and stuff. <laughs> like that. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the authentic gaz says 14 home defeats this season. 14. That just screams relegation at me, and that's a horrible
1: dirty stat that one it makes you feel unclean doesn't it it does yeah I need to wash them now at Will Russell, 23 <laughs> seem to lack pace energy and effort going forward at Angana ineffectual but very impressive debut from Clark yeah and then we also uh, had an email from John McIntyre so this
0: will be the final word this week so thanks for all the tweets to at Orin Alec and apologies if we haven't had time to read yours so John said after reflecting on the game and reading the tweets mm-hmm. that have been sent to you I want to mention a few things yes the Today wasn't great in terms of performance. I think we need to be realistic. Remember how many youngsters we have in the team at present. If anyone thought we would play at levels we have been recently week in, week out at the end of the season, well, that's never going to happen. However, sitting in the stand watching today, I saw the fight, and we're still there right to the final whistle. We were by no means at our best, but they kept fighting and every game up. Obviously, there was a negative response that we are doomed, at relegating, and the clubs being killed, etc., which I guess yeah. is fair enough. Firstly, he says, we could have been out of sight in the first 25 minutes. We created lots of chances in the game without playing well. If we hadn't created anything, I could understand the negative comments. But the fact is, we had more than enough opportunities to win this game. I would also like to point out that we had, to my knowledge, PMAC, Kennedy and Parks all playing with injuries. To me, this shows that they want to play for the shirts. Yes, we've had a bad couple of results last week. We had a couple of great results, but that's football. For me, little has changed. We're still in the same position as we were before. We just have a couple less games to go. And he says... This is still in our hands. We still have Newport and Hartlepool to play. We're creating chances to score in every game, so we have to stay positive because if we start having a go at the players now at this crucial point in the season, we may as well all go home. Danny Webb has brought a great mentality and positive attitude to the players and the fans. We have to keep going, win, lose or draw. And he ends by saying, if we beat Stevenage on Tuesday, we'll hand Newport a huge psychological blow as they don't have a game. And in winning that, we can cut them further adrift. So if we beat Stevenage, I believe we'll beat Newport. Up the O's and hashtag we fight together. So thanks for your email there, Great John. Great email, John. Good point. So we, I didn't realize that. So if we beat Stevenage, we're six points ahead of Newport
1: uh, with them to play, and if we beat them, then also we be nine, points. nine points. So yeah. hopefully, but so. it's not them that we need to be worrying about. It's no, it's the, it's the ones, ones above. Yeah, yeah. That we need to be chasing. You still need to come and to Bridgman Road and and uh, who's it? Who's down there as well at Crington
0: I think I think now it's just a three way fight. After yesterday, Cheltenham six points ahead of us. Knotts County, I think, are fourth. I think it's a three-way fight at Newport, mm. Arsenal Audley. Mm. I, th- I think it's two out of those three now.
1: I really do. I think yeah, it's a you, yeah. It, it's a shame. Yeah, I mean, Knotts County, yeah, and uh, Accrington and Cheltenham jumped above all of them. But yeah, you them. know what? If you get if you get a couple of runs together, a couple of game run together, like if we can do, get something from Stevenage and from Knotts County uh, from Newport.
0: Well, two ma- Then, then two, matches
1: week, Rose, yeah? two matches this week. Two so
0: matches this week. Hopefully, a very different podcast come. Next yeah.
1: Time. So moving on then to wrap up uh, this week's uh, episode prediction league update. We only have one correct um, uh, prediction this week, as Leon Arresti correctly correctly predicted a one 0 defeat. So kudos to you, my friend, you woke up that morning and um, and really Smashed figured that it. one out. So O's fan basing is still top of the prediction league. Nino Barone twenty seven is second, and Joe underscore Pavitt. O, uh, Strock underscore O and Leon Oresti are tied in third now and the full table uh, appears on our Facebook page so go and have a look see where you are yep fantasy football update Barry Underwood is top of the league on 1458 points so
0: he's 21 points ahead of Elliot Hartfree-Pierce I've moved up to 26 so not bad we, we no. came for myself however Harry Kane who was my vice-captain not my captain had he been my captain I'd be 19th in the top yeah. 20, which is my aim now for the season, top okay, 20.
1: Okay, cool. The ladies team was scheduled to play Aylesford ladies today, but unfortunately, Aylesford had to forfeit the game, so they didn't end up playing in the end. So we move on to the positives and negatives, and we struggled this week. A little really bit, really yeah. Really
0: struggled. So positives this week, so I only got two for you. Um, firstly, Michael Clark's second half performance, so well done, Michael Clark. Um, and hopefully you can keep playing to the standards you've set yourself in yep. that debut. <coughs> and the last positive, still 13 games to get ourselves out of this. So it's not all doom and gloom. Still a long still a long way to go. And like we said, still got to play Newport away next Saturday. Still got Hartlepool to come. And th- there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be a few games where we get results where we don't think we're going to get results. And there's a few games where we look to get results and f- games that look easier on paper and we'll lose. So yeah, it's going to be a long end to the season.
1: Negatives, another defeat to a relegation rival. Yep. Not taking our chances. We created, but we couldn't take them and put them away. I
0: mean, I think... As well as not taking them, I think their keepers added like we've said, their keepers made, especially yeah, with the penalty, especially Josh with the Verona, save Atenga- the Atengana,
1: Atengana, right? You're going to argue that we created uh, loads. It's he a bit he of both, saved the him? penalty. Granted, he made a good save from Atangana in the first, yeah, in the first uh, yeah. effort, yeah. but. It is, it's just how it goes. Fitness, clearly some of the players shouldn't be playing, lack of squad depth, and I'm gonna keep Chisak on this list until we really understand why he's sat in the stands and not. Shall we wait a long time? But, Fine, uh, he'll stay on the we'll negative we'll see, list yeah. because it is a negative. <laughs> so, Hero yeah. of the Week, I think it goes without saying that this young man has done very, very well. So well, well Michael Clark. Michael Clark, what well 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 play, fella. fella
0: well done so next week fixtures in so there's two big away fixtures coming up this week um, and we're hoping our or outlook a represented at both so on Tuesday we travelled to Stevenage who were ninth in League 2 one point from the playoffs uh, amazingly and they are on a very good run and who would have thought that when we absolutely hammered them back at Brisbane Road 3-0 back in August so uh, Stephen Lidge beat crew 2-1 on Saturday Jamie Jones is suspended after getting sent <laughs> off by fracas with Chris Dagnall I don't know if you saw it no I didn't um, Jamie Jones uh, Dagnall goes in on him sl- slides him and Jones is like lying there unconscious and then Jones kind of like gets up and squares up to him does something and then goes down again like a sack of Petite, whatever. Yeah. Dagnall goes down and like Jones is lying on the floor looking like the up, like he's just been tombstoned by the Undertaker <laughs> like no like no, 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 that ref gets the red out so Jamie Jones doesn't play on Tuesday night Dagnall got sent off as well, no? Yeah, yeah. Both of them got regarded, yeah? Yeah. Um, Shame. Obviously arguing about the penalty situation at Wembley. Yeah, they had the biggest scouse off in scouse history is what we were saying. Two and a half years now, we can make that joke, I guess we're finally there. And then on Saturday we travelled to bottom of the table Newport, who lost 2-1 away to Mansfield, so Newport took the lead, they just can't keep clean sheets, so that's a
1: really vital thing to say because we're going to Newport County. We can't keep clean sheets and we're not scoring our chances. Newport tend to take the lead. Early, yeah, they do early. They were games. two 0 up last week and end up lost losing three two, and then they won up and lost So two they're, and they're, they've got goals in and they just haven't got the game management in them. And if if we lose both of these games, we will be
0: bottom of the football league next Sunday. Yeah, because Newport three points behind us, and I think there's one goal. No, say goal difference. So should we lose that? We're bottom of the league, yeah, yeah. three points. So hopefully we're not sitting here next Sunday saying we're 92nd out of ninety two. Hopefully, but...
1: Strongest team in the league holding st- the rest of the Stranger things are happening. So. Yep, so um, one other thing to, to mention. Loft are holding a special general meeting on Thursday, this coming Thursday, yep. at the Leighton and District X Service Men's Club on Harvey Road, Leytonstone. The postcode for your satnavs is E11, 3D for Delta, B for Bravo. The meeting will start at 7.45, doors open around 7 those who attended the Pack AGM will be pleased to hear that this is a much larger venue in the local area with its own separate bar. Good, the last one was
0: standing remote. Yeah.
1: Absolutely packed and you had to
0: go downstairs to get a drink. It was and people didn't,
1: um, people didn't stay around. They were hanging yeah, around yeah, on yeah. the stairs. People just left. The meeting uh, essentially will give members, old and new, a chance to discuss with Loft's board an executive summary of their plans. The summary will be made available publicly to all fans in advance of the meeting. Loft will try and answer as many questions as possible openly and honestly as we can while preserving the necessary confidentiality of ongoing financial discussions around possible investors loft will also present a proposal to set up a fighting fund to be used in the event of one of the scenarios we are planning uh for solidifies so
0: that means if, if something happens that they've got a, a, yeah. an action plan for we will
1: set out our thoughts on when and equally importantly when not to use the funds raised our proposals for ensuring financial transparency and property Uh, and seek input on ways to receive funds
0: yep so big meeting on Thursday so if you're a member of Loft get yourself down there listen to what they've got to say I'm sure people will be all over it on Facebook and Twitter and everything else so that's it so 52 minutes so we thought about 45, 50 it's not bad so thanks for joining us for episode 96 it's been another strange week at Orient it was all looking pretty quiet until the CEO's season ticket appeared on eBay (laughs) um but on the pitch, another game that we had to win at home versus a relegation rival, and it passes us by in defeat as another frustrating performance ends in a loss. But, you know, chances are being created, just need to put them away. So, two away games this week. The team need that support more than ever. So, if you're going to Stevenage or Newport, sing up videos, support the boys, and we may see you
1: there. Yeah, we're going to be back with episode number 97 next week with all the information and views that you could ever need. And as Steve has just said, uh, we will be at Stevenage cheering the team on. Hope to see as many of you there as possible, and also I'll be going to Newport uh, for the first outing with the Orient Outlook Podcast official show for Cliff driving oh, Barry and John. Yeah, earning his reputation. So look forward to seeing you all there, and we look forward to hearing from you. And As always, keep calm, keep listening to the Orient Outlook Podcast. Up the O's, and we're going to end this week with an old school anthem. Yeah, so get your ravers hat on, Raven Tune, Raven Tune. Have a good week. Up the O's. <laughs>